describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is the segment of the show in which we randomly roll a monster and we then discuss it. Now, typically we have a reigning champ. Right. And the new random monster battles the reigning champ. Correct. And the winner then progresses to the following episode. But we are happy to announce. I can't believe you hadn't mentioned this before. I'm sure we're saving it for this segment. This is a pretty big deal. It is. We can retire the 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 champion he's moved on to the thing of champions mr right wild uh mr toad mr toad wild ride wild ride he is that five and oh he's at least five and oh that's ridiculous yes we we put a rule in because uh there was champions that didn't seem like they were going to ever quit so we said after five they move into the tournament of champions which will come at some point he right. won five times right it's a right. toad a giant toad not very impressive when you think about it but yet he drew well, and he is in the finals. So he'll be in the yeah. If there ever is a tournament of champions, right? He well, is there. He'll have to. He, there's a diva there. I think there's some other. Some other. Oh, review. there is. Oh, that fly angel yeah, thing. Yeah, the flying angel thing. There's a couple other ones. Yeah. There's not mm-hmm. that many, to be honest. Well, and there will be also. There will be like a fan favorite, so you can vote. Like you know. Right. Okay, you can bring one back. Don't you think? Back. Don't you think a fan favorite? You know? Right. All right. Well, that would be go delicious, I assume. So, James, does this mean that? Well, you know, upsets happen. People may be uh, over go delicious. He's getting a big head. Well, he, he's he's li- his his life has gotten way better since his death, since his demise. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I wish I died sooner. <laughs> he's gone to heaven. He's got, he's traveling. Did you see? I put a picture up. He's he was driving in a limo yesterday or two days ago on his way to Scotland. He's going at the end of the month. He's. Yes. Incredible, incredible life he lives. He lives the life we, we would like to. He's like Hugh Hefner. <laughs> now you need to find female goats for him. Or lambs. I assume any kind of farm animal yes. he'd, he'd be okay with. Yes, he needs like, Since yeah. he was trying to romance a red dragon, I don't think he's very partial to whatever. Yeah, he needs a mansion. The goat delicious mansion. Oh, like, a, like the Barbie house, you know, kind of that, but instead the goat house, the yeah, delicious house. like for the Playboy Mansion. The house of the goat. Does this mean we are rolling two monsters today? Yes, we are rolling two monsters. Okay, so I'm going to roll the Angry Monk dice twice. That's right. One is from Monster Manual 2. Perfect. And one is from Fiend Folk. Excellent. So I saw Monster Manual 2. Okay, well, who, let's see who's going to... Who 
Is Dan running the Fiendfolio one? Or yes, no, Dan. Oh, I hope so. No. Oh. You're running the you're running the Fiendfolio one. No, Fiend, I'm rolling the Fiend. No. I'm rolling Fiendfolio, you're rolling Monster Man. Is James confused? Yes. No, no but he's, he's, he's was drunk. almost. He's drunk. He's, he's drunk. drunk. Okay. So you're going to figure out the monster manual too, and this will be the monster that you manage, correct? Oh, okay, sure, sure. Or do you want to roll? You can, why don't you roll? Because okay. I look up, it makes it easier. Ru- please roll a die 10. Oh, so we are in the monster manual too. We are back on the mon- monster random encounter tables. What did you roll? Sorry. Seven. Okay. This means we are, it's an outdoor random encounter table. I now need you to roll a D6. D6. Four. We are in a temperate, civilized region. All right. Then I now need you to roll. Looks like we'll be a human. A D, uh, a D8 and a D12. Nine. Human. Man, bandit. We've we had, had a man. bandit. We had a bandit. Roll again, sir. We just had la- that's how the toad won to become the champion. Twelve. Ogre. I like that. We haven't ogre. had an ogre. No, we have not. I, I love ogres. I don't think we've had an ogre. You is like it O-G-E-R-E or O-G-R-E, right? It is O-G-E-R. E-R. Oh. O-G-R-E. All right, so we have ogre, and now we have to do the fiend folio. Got it. Okay, sorry, I was looking at the other monster. Oh, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. I couldn't help it. Okay. So yes. you have to pull out the fiend folder. I do. You have all I... the official. You have the official d- random dice roll tables set up. That is true. Did you put all those little stickies? In? It's for an adventure. They're going to be in an adventure. Well, but I'm not writing adventure. Here so again, you study the books and then put tabs in them. Why wouldn't you? Don't do that. No. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Got it. All right. Moving on. You don't use different. Like green means one thing. Or... No. Hmm, that's weird. No. Well. Got it. I see. Okay. Moving on. What kind of grace did you get in school? Okay, not, so not well. Not not well. Roll a d ten, please. D10. This is yes, d ten, please. Oh, hot. Eight. Oh, okay. I hope it's not the astral plane. No, I think nine and ten. Oh, fairy and sylvan setting. Oh, I'm, if I'm a leprechaun, you're gonna be sad. You know what? I don't understand why leprechauns. It's impossible. It's so ridiculous. They're in here, but it's really really hard to get. Okay. Uh, would you please roll a D4 to find out if you're in plain, forest, hills, or mountains? Three. We are in the hills. There's a possibility of leprechaun. Oh. Percentile. Oh, I so hope. Oh, so, oh, close. A 32. Harpy. Harpy. Okay. Wait, and it's italicized. What does italics mean? Do you know what italics means? You see that? A summer italicized? Maybe that means they're in the monster manual. Oh. I bet you're right. That's smart. I bet you, no, because Leprechaun is not italicized, and Leprechaun is in the Monster Manual. Yeah, oh. Isn't that weird? What did I miss Leprechaun by? What was I Oh, it was 36. Oh, I was close. I really was close. Does it really work that way? Were you really close? Is that the way dice I feel, work? I feel that's the human thing, to feel like you're close. It I, is. I was, not as, I was as close as any other role. Because the six is probably, I mean, the two is here, and the six right. is, right? Is it clo- oh, it is close. Look, two and six are right there. So actually, it was in fact close. Physically, I was close. Randomly, I was not close. Yeah, you were close. I don't know the what the italics is. Do you want me to look up at the italics? See what that's about? Yeah, I'm looking it up here. Because this is compelling stuff as you look up stuff. to. So I'm on page 100 where it talks about the monster table. Does anyone know out there? Anyone? 
Bueller? Anyone? I just rewatched that movie. Did you? It's so funny. It is funny. It's so good. You know, people recreate that. The whole thing? Yeah, well, they go and they see if they can do all those things. They go to Chicago, they go to the, uh, the, the uh, tall building, look down, then they go to a museum. A person wrote an article about this. And get ready for this? Mm -hmm. She actually got on a float in a parade. They're having a parade that day, she did it. And she actually got on the float in the parade. What were the odds of that? That is odd. And cool. Okay, we're reading. I'm on page 100. I am too. Trying to see what the italicized means, but it's very difficult to figure this out while we're live on this thing. So guess what? We're, we are moving on. So yeah. some, let us know what that is. Okay. So I am, you are a harpy and I am an ogre. So let's right. talk about ogres first. Do you like ogres, James? Like, are they a cool monster for you? Uh, I like harpies. Ogres. Ogres are good, too. They're I love ogres. Straightforward. I love ogres. Yeah, but what I like about ogres is ogres hang out with other, right? they hang out with what, orcs or whatever, gnolls. They'll just yeah. kind of go along. Yeah. They're just kind of easygoing, if you think, I mean, despite the fact they have a really bad temper. Right. They're easygoing. What page are they on? Page 75 of the Monster Manual. Oh, let me ask you a question. So look. Oh, God. ready? Frequency. Comma. That's crazy, yes. Well, if hill giants are common, I assume, any, I assume they're common, too. That's crazy. They're everywhere. They are. They, there's uh, centipedes, herd animals, and ogres, and hill giants. They're everywhere. We should do an adventure just with common creatures. Right. Right? And you'll be you'll, you'll, for first level. Correct. You literally leave the town, and this is the things you find. Yeah, as be, soon as you walk out of hill that's giants. Yeah, it's just, it, 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 you know what we call this adventure? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. You're going, you're going to, you know, you're going to the whatever bar you work at. Right. This is your day. You're just like going to work. And of course, the common uh, uh, animals that the magic users get attacked by. Yeah. The squirrels will totally kill you. You have one hit point of ogres walking down the street. Okay. You're done. All right. Number appearing? Three to 24. Two to 20. So it's not as bad. That's not that bad. AC? Five. Correct. Very good, sir. Nine-inch movement. See, movement to me is important. You know why movement is very important to me on the ogre? Because I need to know if I can outrun it. Right. Right? That's right. Uh, hit dice. Four plus one. That's crazy. So let's, what's the average? So it's nine for two, right? A five and a four? 19 hit points. Yeah. That's rough. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Uh, they have, I don't know if, they, you tell me if this is a good treasure. Individuals have an M times 10. By gold. Wants me gold. All right, let's take a look at that. So what's an ogre walking? That means they have pants. They have a sack, usually. Oh, okay. Like a giant. That's right. They, they just walk around with it? A pouch. M. Okay. Yep, gold. Look at me. Go, James. One, page 105. Two times 10. So they have 20 to 80. Gold pieces each. Just on them. Walking around. So that's why you'd want to kill an ogre. Right. Oh, and the fact that they're common, they'll kill you if you don't. Because they do one to ten. So they're killing people and taking their gold. Right. Everyone's just stealing. It's like, it's like your neighborhood on right. Halloween. Exactly. We were the orcs, and then the ogres would come by. Well, there'd be bugbears. The ogres well, were like I'm, the teenagers. I'm sorry. I think you were kobolds. Okay. Well, I was not, I was if I was 12 or 13, I'm not kobolds. The kobolds You're a goblin. No, goblins are like 8 to 12. Okay. I am more like an orc at the time. Mm -hmm. Common... But easily bullied by 
hobgoblins and, and gnolls and bugbears. Yeah, do you think ogres do that instead of killing you? Like, if they are common, do you think they just, like, push you down and take your money and leave? Well, or they eat you. They do uh, eat, I think well, they eat humans. We're going to find out. Okay. Uh, now, they have QBS in layer. Right, which is pretty good. So they're stashed and stuff away. Q is gems. What's the other one? V? Q, B is in bravo. Uh, oh, that's a whole bunch of stuff. That's their, that's their main stuff. Oh. Thousands of gold and silver and electrum potentially. Really? Mm, mostly copper. And S? S is two to eight potions, 40% chance. So there's a nice stash back there. Yeah. I always like this about you. When, when I think that's one of the smartest things you do as a player. When you see an ogre, you think, let's find an ogre lair. Right, you should go back and get their stuff. That's what the stash is. Don't just kill this guy, because then you're just getting 20 to 80 gold pieces. Well, back in B2, if we go back to um, Keep of the Borderlands, that's the high risk and high reward, because in invariably, the players, instead of going to the first cave on the left, which is the kobolds, they go into the second or third cave, which is kind of hidden, which is the ogre cave, which is, again, their first encounter is the ogre. Typically, could be the death one, but when you kill the ogre, think underneath, and this is a spoiler, I know if you haven't played it, it's only been, what, 40 years? 40 something, 45 years or whatever. Um, the, uh, it has, I think he has a stash of, what, 500 gold or something there? So it's a huge amount of gold. You beat one ogre. If you survive, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good haul. Because then you should immediately go back and upgrade all your weapons and armor if you didn't have enough money. Now, can ogres be shamans or witch doctors? Do yes. you know? Oh, that's awesome. They can be, I don't know if they can be both, but they can definitely be one or the other. Can we look this up? Of course. And can we like, is this there is our show. We can do whatever we want. I like, you, we're, we're the emperors. Right. Um, I like that idea. Um, wait, I haven't said it yet. I like the idea of rolling to see if this guy ends up being a shaman or witch doctor. Okay. So you're, you're trying to, now who are you again? You're the, I'm you're the, the ogre. ogre. Oh, the that's, ogre. that's right. So you're stacking the dice. Oh, but come on. That's, like, really cool, isn't it? I mean, how many ogre shamans do you see? Okay, hold on. Spellcaster, as usual, I've got to, like, find it. I'm, a, I'm on the DMG in the back. Shamans, see, spellcasters, tribal. Spellcasters, and I know we've done this before. Yes. What are you looking for? Where spell Spellcasters, spell tribal. There it is. Page 40, sir. Yes. In the DMG. I'm pawing. And pawing. They can only be shamans, unfortunately. They cannot be witch doctors. Oh, so the shaman is just the cleric, correct? That's right. Right, witch doctors, magic users. But that's fine. I tribal clerics and magic users. Oh, so maybe that makes sense why a half ogre in uh, Dragon, you can be a cleric. Makes sense. Up to like fourth level. Third or something, like third or fourth level, yeah. This is third, so the human gets you a little bit extra there. So you can be a third level cleric. What I don't like is that the spells are kind of limited, but they let's see what right. they are. Yeah, so cure light wounds. That's good. Well, I assume I'm taking cause. I mean, like, you don't have to take cause, right? Right. Detect evil, right? Take, detect, detect good. Right. Detect magic, light, protection from good, resist fear, augury, chant, detect charm, resist fire, snake charm, speak, speak with animals, cure blind. Oh, cause blind. Speak. Oh, so the ogre's like causing you blindness. No, nah, he can't cast that. Oh, wait, why not? Oh, oh. He can only get to third level spells. Second level spells, excuse me. Oh, it's third level max, meaning I'm a third level. You're a third level ogre, oh. which allows you to cast only second level spells. I see what you're saying. Uh, that's a bummer. Right. You'd have to be a hill giant. I'm sorry, you have to be a bugbear, gnoll, kobold, or orc 
shaman to cast third level spells. Because they it? can go up to fifth level. Do you think a shaman needs a, uh, what does a cleric need for wisdom? Nine? Minimum of nine. So I probably need like a nine. What is my intelligence, do you think? Ogre intelligence, just uh, well, keep going. Intelligence it says low. Is, right, right, you are correct, sir. What is that, seven to nine? Let's five see. to seven? Low is five to seven. Five to seven. Which means, I need, am I an extraordinary? So I, do you think I need to have a higher than low intelligence to be an ogre shaman? Why? They're simple, they're simple people. They're simple ogres praying to, what is his name? What's his name? I know, but I need to, oh yes, Vaprak. Vaprak, right. Oh, that's right, ogre. My shaman. Oh, I like this guy. All right, I'm liking this guy. What is my alignment? Uh, your alignment is yeah. chaotic evil. Correct. How tall am I? Mm, nine feet tall. Nine feet plus. How tall was Andre the Giant? You know? He was not nine feet tall. I mean, nine, over seven feet. Yeah, my point is, nine feet is like ridiculous. When I think of an ogre, I think I put him at like, honestly, I think I put him at like six and a half feet. Like in my mind, right. I'd put him at like six. Like he's just like a little bit above. He's, what, what's, the, uh, what's the shortest giant? A hill giant. How tall is a hill giant? 11 feet. Okay, well, jeez. Something like that. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Okay. But so ogres aren't that far off from giants. Yeah, that's why wow. they're they're sli- that's why they're their butt. They they hang out with giants, but they're the they're the they're like the small cousin that you push around. Like in our in my, they're the you know the the runt of the the teenagers. You know the teenage like you and I. We, oh. Whereas the other kids were jocks and they were six something and they were yeah. We were the small kids. We were t- we were technically old enough, but we were not the ogres. Yeah, they're in that awkward in between right. stage. How, what's what strength is uh, Gauntlet of Ogre? Isn't there a Gauntlet of Ogre strength or Ogre power? Okay. Italicized creatures in the Fiend Folly have a 75% chance likely to be encountered airborne. Thank you, sir. Oh. Do I have to see if my, Harpy, my Harpy's save me the airborne? Air. All right. Uh, Gauntlets, uh, Gauntlets of Ogre. Power. 1,800? Yes. Does that mean Ogres have 1,800 strength? No. Why, why do you say that so confidently? Because I think they're 1,801. How do you know that? I think it's in the, uh, or is it eighteen seventy six? I don't remember, but I don't. I don't think ogres have that. So, so is ogres like the monster strength is identified somewhere. Uh, well, the giant strengths are, but I hold on. It is eighteen double zero, but for some reason I don't know if that's the ogre strength because it says in the monster man something about they're equal to. Oh, all right. Let's keep. Well, we should probably read then. I'm going to start reading. Good. Ogres, okay, it's not that long. I love ogres. Ogres can be found in virtually any terrain, including subterranean places. They are ugly, tempered, and voracious. Ogres are also fond of treasure, and they will sometimes be found serving as mercenaries in the ranks of orc tribes or evil clerics or joining with gnolls for a profitable raid. That's why I like these guys. They're like, yeah, we'll come along. Yeah. Sure. Treasure? Food? It's food. Sure. They mingle freely with trolls and some giants, and they are at times enslaved by certain demons. See, that's the thing. They're ugly tempered, but if you think about it, they really get along with a lot of people. Right. Don't they? They're the most friendly uh, <laughs> monsters you can be. I like these. Okay. If 11 or more ogres are encountered, there will be one who is a leader, AC3, 30 to 30 hit points, 30 to 33. Attacking as a seven hit dice creature and doing from two to 12 hit points of damage. 
If 16 or more are encountered, there will be two such leaders plus one additional ogre, a chieftain, with armor class 4, 34 to 37 hit points. Wow, so the ogre chieftain. All right. If ogres are found in their lair, there will be from 2 to 12 females who fight as normal ogres but do only 2 to 8 hit points of damage. Okay, who cares? There will also be 2 to 8 young who will fight as goblins. That'd be kind of funny. Like, you know, so you could have just like a band of young ogres harassing the city, right? They're just like right. a gang. Yeah. They're like goblins. They're like, so they're like, what, like five feet tall? They're teenagers. Yeah. And they're like six feet. They're probably, yeah, pretty, they're pretty tall, five to six feet. And their parents let them just run around and wreak havoc. And they're equal to goblins. That's pretty good. I, I like this idea of like a goblin gang of like young, a young ogre, ogre gang. gang. Yeah. Ogres will take prisoners in order to use them as slaves or food. So there's a 30% chance that an ogre lair will contain two to eight slaves. Right. Before they have a chance to eat them. Right. As they are very fond of halfling, dwarf, or elf flesh. Right. There's only a 10% chance that such creatures will be found alive in an ogre lair. Ogres speak their own language as well as chaotic evil. Can you name the three languages? Orcs. Uh, ogres speak? Uh, they would speak uh, besides ogre. Correct. And besides chaotic evil. They Probably common. It doesn't say that. You know what's interesting is you know, Holmes Basic said there's a 20% chance. Okay. Now, I'm not saying Holmes Basic rule applies, but we've had that conversation before, which is, does that monster speak common? And I think you could probably take the Holmes Basic rule, don't you think, and use it? I would say maybe hill giant, do they know? Stone giant. Really interesting. It is you interesting. Think hill, you'd think hill giant would be the one they know. And Noel, I don't know. What's Orcs it? and troll. Orcs and troll. Okay. Noel's would have been a good guess, though. It was a good guess. Okay, description. The hide of ogres varies from dull blackish brown to dead yellow. Rare specimens are sickly violet in color. Their warty bumps are often of different color or at least darker than their hides. Hair is blackish blue to dull dark green. Eyes are purple with white pupils. Teeth are black or orange, as are talons. Ogres wear any sort of skins or furs. They care for their arms and armor reasonably well. The lifespan of an ogre is not less than 90 years. Wow, they're, they're, that's awesome. So you can be like the 100-year-old ogre shaman. Right. Who's yeah. that, that, to me, is pretty amazing. I think it's interesting that they don't mention shamans in here. Now, I know this Monster Man, the Monster Man was before the DMG. Right. That's all. Okay, that's okay. Well, so one of the things that they, uh, they talked about over here, why was, I know the Gauntlets of Olga Power say 18 double zero, which is in human plus three plus six. But interestingly, did you read this thing in the parentheses? If a weapon type is used to determine damage attack, Give them a standard plus two tits to ogres and leaders, and then leaders gain additional plus one, plus two bonus. So they only get plus two to hit, plus two damage if they use a weapon type. Which would suggest they are what strength? Well, that would be less than... Right. um, There is no plus two, plus two in the strength chart in the player's handbook because it goes 18 is plus one, plus two or something, and 18, let me look it up. And this is not to hit, right? Is it it's just, hit and damage. It's wait, it is, wait, if weapon type is used to determine damage slash attack, give a standard bonus of plus two hit points. 
what you say, so it's damage and attack. And leaders gain an additional plus one slash plus two. Right, so they, those, they would be plus three, plus four. In other words, they don't, it doesn't match up to any of the well, charts. Well, see, in, I think we read that as zero slash plus two. Oh, it says damage. Yeah, I mean, damage is plus two. To hit is zero. Oh, that's, that's the way you read it. Yeah, if weapon type is used to determine damage slash attack, give a standard bonus of plus two hit points. Plus two hit points. You're saying that's just for damage? That's right. Doesn't say to hit. Well, then, then chieftains are additional plus one. Additional plus one to the zero? That's what I would read. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. You mean, you, mean, you mean there's something confusing? No, nah, that's right. So that's the issue, not the issue. Somewhere I read... That's something. an issue. An issue. Yeah, I, for some reason I read somewhere it was 1876. I know vampires 1876. Maybe I'm getting confused with that. But... That's why it was confusing. If, if they truly were 18 double zero, they should get plus three, plus six on weapon type. Okay, that's, that's why it's interesting. I'm sure people will comment on that. And not less than 90. Yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be uh, for all I know, your shaman could be 140. Right, right, he could be. So let's talk about Harpy. Okay. Harpy is on page 51. I'll quiz you. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you're looking. You're, oh, sorry. What's their frequency? Rare. You saw it, cheap. No, no, I did not see it. It is rare. Congratulations. I'm not good at this. I'm terrible. You're much better. How many number appearing? This is shocking. Oh, sounds like it's probably like two to twelve then. You're exactly right. Get out. That's why it's shocking. Okay. What's well, their... yeah, you kind of helped me. Well, I'll say it's. Shocking. What's their armor class? They're flying around. I'm gonna say six. Close seven. Okay. Uh, see you later, Menon. Um, number of attacks. Oh. Well, I'm going to say, well, it's probably two claws. Is that also biting? I'm going to go with a claw, claw bite. I'm going to say three. Perfect. Okay. Yep. So that's one to three, one to three, one to six. Okay. What's their special attack? Oh, well, they sing, well, they sing and, uh, right, when they right. sing to they, you, they, do they, they draw char- you they there? Charm. charm. They yeah. charm. That's right. And uh, what alignment are they? I would say harpies are chaotic evil. And what intelligence? You are correct. Oh, they're probably, I'd probably say high. They're low. Wow. They're low. So, you know, maybe this is a love connection. They're both low. Chaotic oh, the evil. ogre and the harpy? Right. They're both low. A hoagie? <laughs> hoagie. <laughs> Hoger. 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 Uh, Hoger. Ogie. 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 Hoagie's not bad. Hoagie does sound great. I, I, the hoagies. Hey, Quella, how are you? Ah, uh, Quella, you're just in time. We were just about to have a harpy, a harpy that's right. and an ogre fall in love, love and have a baby. Possibly. Well, so wait, so would it be, so would it just be like an ogre with large, okay. Uh, wait, so I wings? assume it would be. <gasps> flying ogre. Right, a flying ogre. That's horrible. With a, more of an intimidation than a charm. Rah, rah, rah. When, when, when it sings, it scares people and they run away. Yeah, okay, right. So we know that... A hoagie. You know, this could, oh, this could be a new segment, Love Connection. Love connection. Two monsters. So love. That's right. Two monsters. Get it, get it on. There we go. <laughs> it's less about the getting it oh, on. Oh, DMG 145. Excellent. What? Strength, Breaking news? Strength equivalent charts. Okay. Okay. So if you, if you combine, that's going to be a new segment, Love Connection. Look, I love So love they would connection. have low... Wait, is low intelligence and low intelligence mean low intelligence, or is it like worse than low? Because they're both... Low. Okay, it's probably that's low. Good, that's a good question. They'd be chaotic evil. 
and you fly around. Oh, this is for the, the girdle of giant strength, yes. What is the, uh, low, what's, what's the lowest strength giant? Hill giant. What is it? 19. Oh, so there's a possibility of 18 uh, it uh, could be. for Ogre. Right, well, that's what it says in the Gauntlets of Ogre Power. It says you get conferred 18... Uh, again, I remember somewhere it said 1801. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. It doesn't matter. Enterprise 18... Not 1701. 1701. So, yeah, okay. There it is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The reason it doesn't matter is because it says in the monster manual what damage they do. If they use a weapon, it's plus two, at, at least plus two to damage, as the way you read it, or plus two to hit plus two damage, which is not 18 double zero. I have to tell you why it might matter. So let's say you were writing a module okay. recently, and there was an ogre in it. Right. And you were suggesting that there be an arm wrestling contest. Oh, and what did you put down for it? We changed. We we didn't make it an arm wrestling contest. Oh, you got rid of that. That's right. But that, that issue came up. Is the, what's the strength of an ogre? Okay. See, but now, so uh, we have we got people out there who would say eighteen double zero, which totally makes sense. Okay. All right. So moving on. Uh, so harpy. Oh yeah, harpy. Harpies have the body of vultures, but the upper torsos and heads of women. They are voracious carnivores and foul creatures. We're both voracious. Right. They like to eat. Maybe they, they'll have a dinner of uh, gnomes and humans and elves, whatever they... Yeah, at the ground round. <laughs> the ground, the ground, the ground demi-round. <laughs> who, who, who worked at the ground round? Remember one of our guests worked at a ground round. Remember that? I remember the ground He'd been round. a manager in, it was out in the midway, he got sent right. out to like Iowa. Who was that? He was in the ground round management trainee program. Yes. I can't remember who that was. I know. Mike Carr. Mike Carr. Right. Okay, so the, the Mike Carr ground round. Okay. What else about harpies? The, the, what else about harpies? Well, those that dwell along seacoasts are generally known as sirens. Interesting. So you could have sirens or really harpies. All harpies are able to emit sweet-sounding calls. Any creature hearing these calls will proceed towards the harpies unless they say versus magic. Similarly, the touch of a harpy charms those creatures which fail to make their saving throws versus magic. So there's, so what's interesting, I have, until reading this, I've always thought the song, if you fail it, you immediately become charmed. But that's not what it says here. It says any character hearing these calls will proceed towards a harpy unless they save versus magic. Then if you get touched, you make a fail, then you become charmed. If you... Right, so that's very dangerous. You got to be careful what you attract. An ogre is going to show up, right? And he's not charmed yet. You got to get a. You got to. So any touch. So any. Does that include a bite, or is that only a claw or a claw? It says touch. So would you do? You would do a bite. Does the charm too? I would. I would say. You don't touch. think it's a touch? Yeah, I don't think that's a touch. Because that would be weird. Like, could you touch me and then like I bite you? Right. That's weird. Well, you know, okay. if, you pay, I, if you pay extra, I think you get. Uh, yeah. Where are you, you laying the pipe? So, do you remember? Do you remember the name of the store in the in the city of Longwood, the fictional city of Longwood, that an ogre runs? We have one. The clubhouse. That's exactly right. I, oh, the clubhouse. He makes clubs. And why wouldn't he? All right. Um, the harpies attack, torture, and devour their charmed prey. Here's the best part about them. Everyone's devouring. Both everyone's eating other people. Well, yes. I think that's his go-to word. Besides uh, taste for human flesh. Exactly, yes. Here's the, here's the part I like about them. Yes. What they do not want, they foul with excrement. Wow. So you have two choices. What is worse, being eaten by them or being crapped on by them? Because that means they don't want you. They just shat on you. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's so weird. It's just rude. <laughs> so they kill you, and they don't like it, and they just... Yeah, they crap on you. Wow. So it's good. we'll have to roll for that. So that could be like a random encounter as you find like a dead halfling with crap just herpy dung. That would be a clue. There's dung smeared all over the dead heart. Yeah. Yes. That's right. A little taste. Herpy. Like the ranger. You can see the ranger, right? <laughs> Tasting it. Harpy. Harpies. These are sirens. We're near the, the sea salt and the dung. They speak of the sirens. Oh, that's right. Here, put this dung on you. They will, they will consider you foul <laughs> and unworthy of eating. Close your ears, boys. Well, you know, so I ran this adventure. And close your mouth, too. Well, you know, I ran this adventure. So you've run it. Molly Cottle. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters, these are neophytes, yes. apprentices, and you have to make use of information from the omens, herbs, and spices. Right. And one of the omens, as you may recall in the uh, deities and demigods, is I believe if you cover yourself in dung, I think you're protected. Which I do from, all the time. Right. You're, you're protected from undead. Yeah. So when you do that, like if I was, you guys, a convention game, and like we're going up against some undead, I'm like, yeah, I just... I smear myself in dung. I go down to the stables and I just roll myself yes. around in the, in the poop. Would you give me any? I would. Thank you. If you, were, if you were so willing, especially if you were a paladin, if you were a paladin, I would give you a plus two right. uh, if, bonus. If I'm a thief, it's like, no. 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 Well, if you did that, then you get plus two against them, but you're minus five for sneaking around because you, you, they smell you before they come get you. Man, is that, that paladin kind of stinky? <laughs> I thought they were pure. Not so much. So, okay. a, harp, uh, a harpy attacks with their vulture claws and, or, and some form of weapon, often a bone club or a weapon left from one of their former victims. Now, you can, what, oh. what language do they speak? Wait, let's stop for a second. Yeah. So they beat you with like a halfling thigh bone. Right. That's awesome. That's what he's going to, she's going to. Okay. She's gonna what have. language do harpies speak? Yes. Um, they speak their own language. Correct. They speak chaotic evil. It doesn't say that. Uh, um, and they, and um, they speak, I don't think it's going to say this. They, speak, they can speak with vultures, of course. Ah, they speak their own language and none other. None other. So that's rough. So if you don't know Harpy. You don't know Harpy. Well, you're not going to learn Harpy because they're basically, they have two modes. They're going to kill you or they're going to poop on you. They're going to eat you or they're going to poop on you. They're going right. to kill you either way. So parlay is off the table. Parlay is definitely off the table. Got it. Okay. All right. That's good for me. You've given me important information. And, and so have and so you. We, we both know each other better than we would like. Made it. You know what I feel like? I feel like this begins like our fiscal year. Kind. You know what I mean? After GrogCon, right. it's like a new, it's year. a new year. It's like our new year. That's right. Year of the rat. <laughs> year of the giant rat. What? Well, we should roll on the, on the fine familiar table to see what year we are. All this right. Is. Go ahead. Where is it? You got it? People are surprised this is not scripted. Hard to believe. Uh, I'm going fine film here in the player's hand. They were hoping at the beginning of the year things would be better. No. Yeah. Roll a d20. We can't even last. D20. <laughs> Eight. The year of the hawk. Year of the hawk. I the love it. The year of the hawk. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, the emperors have proclaimed this is the year of the hawk. Hawk man. Year of the hawk. Okay. okay. I don't know what that means, but yes. All right. So we now, uh, I have a 75% of being airborne when we are encountered. 
I am flying. You're high. Oh, I'm high. High as uh, high as can be. Okay. All right, you're flying around. Okay, so now we're rolling for distance. Oh, for surprise. surprise. Yeah, so here, oh, here, I'll. I'm, the harpy is not surprised. Well, you're flying around. No, oh. I'm not either. I see you. So now distance. D6 plus four, 60 yards away. Got it. All right. So uh, what are you, what are you planning to do? You should probably check for what type of weapons you have. Correct. Now, how do we do this? What does it say? It just says if weapon type is there. I don't remember seeing anything about weapons. Hold on to you. I don't remember weapons. I mean, I've always assumed a, I mean, I've got a spear and a club in the drawing. I will let you have that. Oh, okay. Spear and, I see, so is that what clubs look like? It's got like a stone on it. Yeah, it's a crude club. Yeah, it could be an axe almost. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I will, I will say you can have whatever's in the picture. You have a loincloth and you have a spear. Oh, I'm throwing a spear at you. Yes, it says by weapon type, it doesn't tell you. Typically, they have the weapon types that you have. This was disappointing. Looks like a cost-saving measure. I'm going to throw a spear. I am getting ready to loose a spear if you come at me. I am going to sing at you so that you will come close to me, and then I will be able to touch you. Okay. Touchy, touchy. All right. Love connection. Five. Two. All right. So you, I, you are, I'm singing as I'm approaching you. So you're going to come towards me. You have to make a saving throw. I have rolled a four. You are, you feel the compulsion to come near me. But that's it. That's it, based on our reading. I just don't know why, yeah. You will proceed towards the harpies unless they say versus magic. You, you didn't know. need to sing. I know, but I wanted to. Got it. I'm okay. warming up so that when I touch you. Right, um, okay. You're so curious now, but now you can throw your spear at me. Were you flying toward me or were yes. you just singing in the air? I'm flying, I'm flying past you, which oh. by the way. So, are you, so is there a range issue with my well, of spear? Of course there is. Well, I was going to wait to the optimal moment. Of course. I'll okay. allow that. But it's still going to be uh, throwing is, is 10 feet I, I, for a spear. It's not a javelin. So we're going to the player's handbook. You go to the player's handbook while I go to the maneuverability of a harpy, which is oh. class C. Oh, no. Are you serious? Okay. How does that work? So class C means I can turn at 90 degree angles per round. So what is like, so can you, where, let me see. On page 52. Oh. So this is what I'm able to do. So that's good. So it's, oh, that's well, like middle in the of the road. So A, oh, okay. So there's A. Because A can e. turn around. So this is the problem with dragons. Dragons are class E, 30. So when they flame, it takes them five rounds to come yeah. around before they, they don't just turn around and start flaming. That's, that's why A is so much better. So E, e is the worst. The World War One right. biplane. Exactly. A is a flying saucer. Right, exactly. They okay. can turn around and attack again. Okay, and so you're C, you're kind of... So I'm, well, what I'm planning to do is I'm singing as I approach you, and then I'm going to dive down on you next round and attack. That's what it says I do. Oh, okay. Under page 51, harpy. Harpies will use either their leg talons or weapon in aerial battle. Like eagles, they will plummet straight down and then pull out. Hey, well, that's, I'm glad. Oh, so you're like, oh, yeah. So you're like, going to hit me and then. And then that's right. That, but that'll be next round. Wow, so. this would be pretty. It would be fun to watch this. It's going to be good. Like, this, like a halfling in a tree and eat an apple. Whoa. But, of course, if they both see the halfling, they'll be like, hey, let's just. Like split they, him. Yeah. Too bad they can't, speak, they can't speak to each other. So. Okay. 
Spear. Fire rate is one. Range is 10. Well, does that work in yards or outside or no? You convert it to yards. So nice. It's, so it's 10, 20. 10 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards. So it's long distance from where I'm at. Oh, that's, well, I'm going to, can I wait? I'm going to wait. Can I hold it? Like when I said, I was going to wait. I don't All want right, to. So then you have to wait till next round. I'm going that's to be, fine. I'm going to drop on. But I don't do minus five. That's fine. I'm not going to. It's all right. So what's going to happen next round is initiative. I better get it. Three. Six. Next. Okay, so you're waiting. For, as I'm dropping yeah. down, you're going to throw your spear at I optimal, would, within 10 feet, basically, as I'm coming down. I would like to do that if Excellent. you permit me. I think that's wonderful. That looks very epic. Yes. Do you want to make an intelligence check? Make an intelligence check. Okay. I know it's pretty hard. All right. No, no, oh. You didn't make it. That's fine. But you do, th you, you do know it's within 10 feet. Go ahead. But I'm probably, like, smart... I may not be able to do well in the SAT. Right. But don't you think I kind of know? You like, need eight. What need what? Know what? what not like know about like when it's optimal to throw a. I agree. I mean, they're stupid and they're stupid, right? right. I agree. So you need uh, eight. So this is like dumb and dumber, these two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they should just eat the halfling in the tree, but instead they're fighting each other. Stupid. Right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm rolling a d20. 16, baby. You, you definitely hit. So a spear is, is plus is he's a medium creature six points d6. Oh d6 yes. And now what do I get here? You get plus two for damage. Oh, you're only giving me damage. You're only giving me to. Oh, I did, you just said you didn't count it, so I'm gonna. Now what I was gonna say with well, the reason I get, made you do an intelligence check so I was gonna give you another option because basically the harpy is kind of charging at you. You yes. could have kept the spear up and then oh, potentially do double yeah. damage. That's yes. why I was gonna uh, give you that well, option. Well, Dan failed his intelligence check. Sorry. And the eye of a low intelligence. <laughs> not 19, sorry. <laughs> I'm not good at the combat. Right. I'm better at the No, that's, that's me being nice. You, you, I, it, he's not, technically the harpy's not charging, but he, it sounds like he's sl right. slamming down to attack, which sounds to me like a charge almost. Right. So, okay, do your damage. Okay. Four. Six points. So I got to roll hit points now because it may be dead. Really? Four. It's three plus one hit dice. Five. Nine. Ten. So you, you did six points. So yeah. he's got four left. Wow. It's like there's a spear through that harpy's wing. Right. Well, here's the, here's what's going to happen. We'll talk about that in a second too, because flying creatures, you got to figure it out. So he had ten, and you did six. Now, uh, now it goes, gets its three attacks. What's your armor class? AC five. five. All right. It needs an eleven. Now I'm going to give it a plus one since it's diving down. Boo. Thirteen's one hit. Six is another, and the bite, 14. All right, so you need to make a saving throw, or you will be charmed. Oh, then you, it's over. Then it's over. Oh. So why don't you roll that now, because it may not matter. Well, we have to continue the story in any event. Okay. 14. 14. I am four plus one. We'll save versus magic. So you're four. Uh, that's, pre that's pretty bad. Oh, because I'm a fighter. Fighter. Against magic. Four right. plus one, you needed a 16. Wah, wah. It's not death magic. So now I'll do my damage. D3, you took one point, and you, ooh, you took seven points of damage. Why don't you roll your hit points? Five, 10, 11, 11 14, plus 15. One, 15. And you took six, seven points of damage. You have eight. Wow. So it was a battle. So what happens then? is because you've done that much damage to me, this is what people forget a lot of times when they have flying creatures. Flying creatures can't continue to fly if they've been damaged. 
they have to either land or crash land. This is what I'm looking up to see if, if that was oh. a crash land. Wow, so just like smoke trailing? <laughs> right, because... You might land on me. Well, I'm going to say is, is this is what's going to happen. I don't, well, we'll see if we'll see if it's the case. So I got to go to flying, back to page 50-something. Conducting combat damage. Any winged creature which sustains more than 75% damage... Well, first, on page 53, any winged creature, which is technically, which sustains damage greater than 50% of its hit points will be unable to maintain it and fly and must land. Any winged creature which sustains more than 75% damage will not even be able to control its fall and will plummet to the ground. Oh. How many, how many hit points did you? So I had 10, so I lost 60% of my Oh, bummer. So I'm forced to land after this, but, you... but I'm going to be feeding on your flesh now. Because you've been charmed. Well, let's talk about this. Hold on. Well, now we got to go to charm. So is there anything more on the land? You land safely. So I land. Okay. I basically land on top of you. Okay. Hey, now. Hold on. Uh, hold on. I land on top of you and sink my claws in my, and, 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 and I bite you. Love bite. Love biting. Love bites. Love bites. That's right. Uh, okay. So magic user charm. Well, no, we got to go to the well, spell. not a magic user charm. Well, but it's the equivalent of charm person, isn't it? No, it's equivalent to monster charm. Oh, I didn't you know that. Where's that? In, in the monster manual. Oh, boy. Because the charm there is it's more powerful. Oh. So charm, look in the thing because I don't know exactly Wait, what Wait, you said in the monster manual? No, I'm sorry, in the DMG. I, well, I apologize. Uh, blah, 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 monster charm. I feel like it's around here, but where is the monster charm? Come on. I'm looking up charm. Is it in the back? See, Charm, charming and control. Yeah. Monster charm power, 65. 65. I didn't know that. See, I would have mistakenly looked at the charm person spell. Okay, yeah, there it is. Monster charm. The 65, ma- go ahead. You can the magical it. charming power of creatures such as Nixies and vampires is much more powerful than that of the simple charm person spell. Well, it will eventually wear off until it does the charmy. <laughs> I'm a charmy. You are charmy. The charmy is subject to mental commands by the charmer, unlike either the charm person or charm monster spell. This means that a monster charmed character does not need to speak the creature's language. Oh, so that's why. That's why you got the special rule. Yeah. Because otherwise the harpy is trying to command me, and I'm like, I don't understand. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a workaround. Uh, to understand from the monster who is charmed. Although only basic emotions or simple commands can be mentally communicated to the charmee, unless some mutual language is common to both the charmer and the charmee. While the charmed character is not an auto- this is, See, this is what's important to me now, because I want to know exactly what's happening to me. While the charmed character is not an automaton, he or she will certainly hasten to carry out whatever instructions or commands are received from the charmer, except those which are obviously self-destructive. This relatively complete control, relatively complete control of the Charmy's mind enables Charmer to make the possessions, uh, I'm sorry, to make the victim almost, almost totally subject to its will, including giving up personal possessions, fine, you can have my sack of gold, betraying associates, fine. There's a halfling in that trade, by the way, and so forth. Mental communication between Charmer and Charmy extends only to sight range or up to 60 feet radius, if not in sight range. Magic circles of protection, which of course I didn't have, 
I forgot to roll to see if I was a shaman. You forgot. Am I a shaman? Yes, you're a shaman. Too late. Uh, okay. Magic circles of protection will break the communication link and seemingly cause the charm to be broken. But unless magically dispelled or until the power of the magic wears off, the effect is again evident when the charm is outside such protection. So. Right. Yeah. So you have that, and then you have the instructions from the monster manual. Similarly, the touch of the charms causes the creature to fa- fail their saving throw. The harpies attack, torture, and devour their charm prey. Oh, you think that's overrides? Right. Well, and also, here's if you recall, oh. if you recall from Indescribable Death, you remember one of our Indescribable Deaths where he killed, it was me, you, and we, we did the bunny, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And the bunny told us to go to sleep, and then we were all dead. Yes. That's what would happen. Oh, to go to sleep. Rest my princess, my prince. At least I died in my sleep. Right. I mean, the harpies are professional eaters of of charm creatures. They know how to do this. Right. They're taught as little hatchlings. Right. This is what you do. This is Ah. what you do. Yeah. It's not just going to sit there and have you paralyzed. It's not like a paralysis. Right. Say, relax, chill out. You're fine. I'm, I'm going to protect you as you right. go lay down. You're going to have a f- sense of tranquility come over you, and you're going to go, oh, I know I'm bleeding here from the wounds I just got, but that was a, that was a love tap That's because right. they're communicating. Maybe part of this is a little bow, chicka, bow, bow, and while they're doing that, I'm telling you, this is actually, a, this is the harpy love Oh, thing. so first you get impregnated. Right. Uh, wait, are they all, yeah, they're all female. Yeah. Wait, how did, never mind. So you get, how do you get new? I guess they lay an egg. I'm sure Roger Moore probably has an ecology of the harpy. You should look it up. So, uh, yeah, are, are there uh, harp men? <laughs> well, I don't know. Harpo? Harpo? No, I don't know. So you're going to impregnate yourself. Right. To make a spawn. Well, let's roll. Do you That's take right. advantage of me? Well, that goes with, I, I assume you're ready with the, uh, just in case it's yeah, a yes. Yeah. Yes. Of course. That's what happens, baby. So that's what happens over the next thing. Now, after you go to sleep. Wait, but that doesn't mean you're pregnant. Are you pregnant? Yes, Yes, but. but. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Well, while the dirty deed is going on. Wow. Okay. um, You fall asleep after that. And because. I'm very tired. Because you're magically, you know, charmed and slept, you will take max damage and you'll be dead. Okay. That's if you want to go through all the rules. But easily, clearly yes. it says yes. they charm their charm prey. It doesn't go through the machinations. I don't, of I don't know if you're just charming me, but I agree with that. Yes. Okay, so My, the harpy, harpy is the champ. Harpy is the champ. Congratulations to the harpy. So we need a name for the harpy. Charlotte, Charlotte the harp. Charlotte the harp, harpy. I don't know. All right. So let me put that down. We have two new monsters. Tired and harpy... Versus ogre. That's why harpies are scary. Yeah, they are. Because you fail. It's over. Especially against fighters. Don't walk alone. Don't walk alone. Okay. Versus ogre. Harpy one. Okay. All right. So think of names. Oh. So again, this is how I would rule it. You can certainly do a bunch of other ways to do it, but I again, looking at the books, the book clearly says once you're charmed, you're screwed. So that's why in a party, 
again, what, how, if you're a DM, how are you using these harpies? The fighters are in the front. They're the most likely to fail their saving throw. So that's who the harpies would go after typically first because they're the stupid men who would be, or women who would be charmed by this. Then they, once they get the fighters out of the way, they go through and charm everyone. And then once they've charmed everyone, they eat them at their, at their pleasure. So they hear the music and like two people walk off. Right. The other ones are like, man, what's going on? Let them go. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> if, if you, it's like anything. If you split the party, you're, yeah. you're, you're in trouble. I'm running. Mother-in-law. Okay. That's what Jason said. Oh, that's a good one. Garbo. Garbo the harpy. All right. Yeah, a lot of... We've got, uh, we got a few we, choices. We'll we have do. to kind of figure that out. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grog talk. Okay. All right. So now we're ready for sage advice. Okay. And as you noted, this sage advice is coming from issue 118. All right. So I randomly pulled one out because, I mean, we have older ones, but that's what I started with. So that's my bad. This is from February 1987. And as you mentioned, this is still on the edge of 1E. It's 1.538. But it's not 2. It is not 2. 1989 is the day the, day the music died. So but, these questions will be right up your alley. Probably. Okay. Question. Oh, and this is the segment of the show where one of us asks sage advice questions from Dragon Magazine to the other to see how sagacious the other is. Excellent. Okay. Question. Say, what's up with the Dungeoneer's Survival Guide proficiency system? Ah. The modifiers for increased... I'm glad you got these. Not me. The modifiers for increased skill seem to penalize rather than reward and the conditions for doing a great job seem to be exactly wrong. What gives, James? Ah, is this a, a perineum or procurium uh, thing, or is there actually an author of these? We have authors. Is Mike Brolt and Penny, what's a real name? Penny Petticord? That has, she has to be in one of your adventures. That's Penny. a halfling. Right, Penny Petticord. Don't you think? Did they write the dungeon? Who wrote the... Dungeoneer survival guide. Uh, Dave Niles, if I remember correctly. Not Michael Brolt. No, we have it over there. Or Penny Petticord. I don't have the wilderness one, but I do have the Dungeoneers one. Yeah, Doug Niles. Doug Niles. Why is Doug Niles important? Look, look. I never got it for six bucks. That was unfortunate. So Doug Niles. Why is he famous? He's famous for N one, which they were talking about. Joe on the thing was talking about N one. I believe Doug Niles wrote N one. So perhaps this book will be discussed in the next issue of Flipping and Turning. Probably. It's, uh, the outdoor one, the wilderness one would be. Oh, that's right. It's Wilderness Survival Guide. Oh, I this is know. Dungeoneer. This is the Dungeoneer, right? Did it say Dungeoneer? It did. No, it said Dungeoneers. Yeah. Wait, I don't even think I knew this existed. What year is this? <laughs> what is a Dungeoneer Survival? <laughs> I knew Wilderness Survival. What? Yes. This came out in 87, if I remember. I right. have no. 86, it came I out. I have no knowledge of this book. I know. That's why it's fun. Zero. So, what... Again, moving towards um, the D&D 1.5 slash 2 is there, there is now this idea of proficiency and proficiency checks, which we do already. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Are you telling me there is a book from 1986 that starts like messing with, like I understand the outdoor business, like, okay, I guess it's useful to know like what, how hard is it to like climb a mountain? But are you telling me there, this, this is like messing with like the core rules? It's not messing with the core rules. It's augmenting them. Right. Messing with the core rules. <laughs> meaning, it, it's like, uh, this is where weapon proficiencies come from? No. Weapon, no, but that was, that, was, that was done. 
No, weapon proficiency is from the beginning. Oh, I meant, where, yeah, I'm sorry. I meant specializa right, specializations right. on Earth. This is, this is expanding the idea of, you know, we had those secondary proficiencies. Oh, I'm good at, like, um, I can, um, like, mend a shoe. Right. But now it takes it to, as you acquire weapon proficiencies every few levels, you now acquire non-weapon proficiencies, which is the idea. It's the perennial thing of, hey, I want to build a fire. Oh, well, our... What do you know about fire? You're a cleric. Well, I, clearly I'm a fire builder, so I can have a proficiency in fire building or healing or tracking or all this other stuff. Now, when I grew up, you did you roll a dex check. Right. Well, that's what they're doing. It doesn't, it doesn't say you can do it. You have to roll a check, which is against an attribute, uh, and you get bonuses for it if you have a proficiency. So can you get, tell me some of them? Like, what are sure. Is there a big list? How many are there? Uh, there, there are... Um, there are adventuring proficiencies, such as fire building, fishing, healing, mountaineering, rope use, slow respiration, swimming, animal noise. Those are some of those. They also have craftsman proficiencies, animal trainer, blacksmith, gem cutter, miner, smelter, weaponsmith, weaver. And so animal trainer is the appropriate abilities, wisdom, and if you have it, you get a proficiency bonus. How about that? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Well, that's what, it, that's what they're saying. So, so the, back to your question. The modifiers, it says the modifiers for increased skills seem to penalize rather than reward. And conditions for doing a great job seem to be exactly wrong. You know anything? This is the non-weapon proficiency system. Yes. Okay, does anything seems to be, seem to be so, worth So I think, the, I, I'm going to guess that they are reading it because a proficiency check, as, it's, as we've done it, because again, this, was, this has been around for a long time, a proficiency check for use of proficiency is necessary in two cases. It's made exactly like an ability check. The player rolls a d20 and compares the result to the character's ability score listed for the proficiency. In many cases, a, a proficiency uh -huh. will be listed with an ability check modifier. This is the die roll modifier. Thus, a plus three makes a d20 of 12 and 15. In addition, a character using proficiency slots to improve their proficiency, proficiency die modifiers increase by two for each slot. So what they're saying is when a, proficiency, when a check is determined to quality. So basically, again, you, it, the, you should be getting a bonus. But are you adding, let me ask you that, Let's go to that chart. Are you on tables 11 or 13? Are you page 25, 26? Yes. Okay. It does it say die roll modifier? Right. And it's like telling you what to add to your die roll? Right. Well, it says subtract. It says subtract? Yes. What addition do you have? Mine is... That's a good question. I have the blah, blah, blah. What does it say? It doesn't say here. It doesn't say what addition. All right. Well, I'm going to read. I'm going to start reading this. Okay? So they're, they're, I think what they're going to say is that these are... That he's, that he's reading it wrong in that, um, or they fixed it. I'm not sure what the case is. But this is, if it's a minus, it's supposed to help you because you, you want to get under your ability. Right. And it says plus, right? No, mine say minus. You say minus. Okay. Here's the answer. Okay. 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 Already. Exclamation mark. You're right. There is something wrong with the DSG non-weapon proficiency system. Our thanks to all the players and DMs who wrote more or less politely, and informed us of this fact. The original system was changed during the final playtesting period that took place 
while the book was being edited. We went through the manuscript and thought we'd caught all the places where the text needed to be changed. We missed a couple of simple ones, and this caused a tremendous problem in the system. The solution is simple. The column on tables 11 and 13, pages 25 and 26 respectively, that reads die roll modifier, right? You're there, right? Yes. Should read ability modifier. Also, every place you see die roll modifier in the proficiency section, change it to ability modifier. This is what was originally intended so that adding proficiency slots improve your character skills. Notice that the proficiencies with negative modifiers are the most difficult to master in the correct system. The second change that needs to be made, this is long, involves the discussions of proficiency checks that grant extraordinarily good or bad results. These unusual results come from the proficiency check role itself, not from a separate order to determine, uh, to determine extraordinary success or failure. The numbers mentioned in those patches should be reversed, i.e. change 1 to 20, 20 to 1, 3 or less to 18 or greater. So, for example, James, go to the top of page 26. Yes. It says that a roll of what increases the range of a bow or arrow by plus two? The top of... Top of page 80, Swick, says... Plus two. Uh, a roll of what increases... A roll, a natural 20. Yes. It says that a roll of 20 increases the range of the bow or arrow by plus two. This should say that a roll of one grants this increase. Yeah. Similar passages also exist in the weaponsmith and direction sense proficiencies. And don't forget to change the paragraph on page 23. Yeah, it's all jacked up. Right above, you see the construction time yeah. heading? Mm -hmm. To say the check, what, do you, what is a failure? Check of what or greater is a failure? Uh, right above it, three or less. It should be 18 or greater. So I think your minuses, I don't think, I think it's all wrong. I'm it's all wrong. It's all jacked up. It, the yeah. Minus are, yeah it, so it's like people are always confused about that with ability checks. Usually you think an ability check is, you want a high, almost always when you roll a d20, you want a high number. But on an ability check, you want a low number. Yes. And so actually to say, roll your ability at minus two. Is a good thing. Is a good thing. Right. It would be bad if you subtract two from your ability. Right. But if your role is mine, so all right. Well, so and this is why later, I mean, the ability check was a way to get around things that didn't have a skill or the DM had to come up with a probability. The problem with ability scores on most people's ability scores, especially later when you have option four, the different ways to roll, is your ability scores were typically pretty high. They were at least 13. So you had... For anything, a 65% chance of, six, of making it, which is much higher than a lot of other things were. Like the thief initially has, what, 20% chance to hear noise or 10% chance. But if you were to say, hey, I'm a ranger, I, if, in other words, if there was a skill that wasn't illustrated, it's typically very low. But then you're making these random rolls. You, you, if you start with ability scores, well, most of the average ability score is 9 or 10, so you already have a 50% chance, which is much higher. We sort of saw that with Hear Noise, with Thieves right. in 1E. They Hear Noise, they don't get any real bonus until later, right? Because yeah. people, like a gnome is, what, like a gnome is 4 and 20 or something. Right. And you, but if you're a thief, your Hear Noise is lower than the 20, I think, or it's like around 20%. It's the same. It's it makes same. no sense. You get no, so, so the, it was a kludgy way to deal perf, Profic uh, ability checks are a kludgy way to deal with issues that weren't based in the rules versus just saying, DM, you come up with 
you know, based on the skills that we've done, which we kind of screw people already, everything should be a pretty low chance. And, but instead they use this, which then became proficiency checks. And then eventually they redid all that in third edition. Again, I didn't really play third edition. And that's, that's what happens when you take something kludgy and you keep building upon it as opposed to ripping it down. Well, if you're going to use ability checks, which I think just about everybody does, I know right. there's ability checks are not referenced in one. But if you do ability checks, well, they're they're in the official they're in official modules. Like if I recall, um, I forgot the earliest version of it. I think it was in basic or one of those something there. There's some some adventure early on has this thing of hey, use an ability check. And I like it because unlike say Holmes Basic, that allows you to use your attributes matter. Right. Now, of course, the problem is you do need to do put modifiers. Right. It can't always be straight just straight dex check. Right, exactly. Especially if it's a thief who has 18, then they have, a 90, they have a 90% chance of using that versus their skills, which they're supposedly trained on, and a lot of times they have 30 or 40%. I guess, it, I guess the question is, do you care? I don't care. I don't either. So I'm like, let's just keep the game moving. Right. I'm sorry if you fall and die. Roll up a new character. That's right. Move it on. Right. Exactly. You think I blew a call? Fine. We're moving the game along. Right. Blew a call. You're not going to the Super Bowl Saints or whatever. Pass interference that called or whatever. Okay. Does the blind fighting proficiency... Oh, God. Was more about this in here? Go we'll ahead. do one more. And then can we put me out of my misery? Yeah. Uh, this has been very valuable. This has been probably the most useful sage advice we've ever had, at least for me. And yeah, I know you know why. Because you'll never look at this book. Correct. Does the blind fighting proficiency aid a character when... What is this, 1.75? I said, well, I said 1.53. This is more like 1.75. Oh, you said 1.53. I missed that. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 1.53. Well, I, the book that shall not be named is, is the official 1.5. Right, yeah. And we're moving inexorably towards... Two. Two, yeah. How many books were in between Unearthed and two? When was 2E? 1989. 89. I believe it's 89. So there was this book... There was wilderness. Was, is wilderness okay? I like for some reason wilderness doesn't seem to bother me as much because I don't know. It just no, seems... it has it has proficiencies in there, same oh. kind of thing. But I mean, some of this is interesting. It really fleshes out what. Okay, now we're doing a review of well, Engineer Survivor. And guy. look, and it, that's the same way with Dragon Magazine. It's not that there isn't stuff that's interesting in here. Right. It's, it's just becomes canonical. And that's a problem. It's just too much, and players expect you to use it. Right. I have enough stuff. Have you read the DMG? Isn't there enough in there to know? I got to yeah. know about A through E aerial movement. Yeah, if I, if when I was fifteen or whatever, I would have loved to made isometric maps of the Underdark. That's super cool. And why is the Underdark in there? What's that got to do with a well, survive? What? Well, it's because it's Dungeoneers. It's about it's about really fleshing out the, your traditional, typical graph paper dungeon and making it more alive. What the hell's the Underdark? The Underdark is, is like... where the deep and the deep earth. Where where have you been? Is this Where like the, live. Is this what what's that show's based on? What's the show? Is Stranger Things, The Underdark? Yeah, well, it's where the drow live and, and the Kutoa and the and the giant fungus kingdoms. Come on, look at that. Oh, that's kinda cool. That's not canon. It is now. I'm reading it. Chambers of Fire. Look at these bats. You like bats? That's not okay. This is well, it's not canonical for us. What about the elemental vortex of fire? That's pretty cool. Why I don't do I need know. that? Here, look, there's a guy, smiling drow looking here in the dark realms. The interplanar whirlpool. Because you need more ideas, Dan. You can't think of your own. You have to come up with, you got to yeah. have, how about the dark sea? No. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I like that, go. actually. But again, that should be Dragon Magazine material. No, well, it probably yeah. was. And now they're like, we need another book. Okay. 
Does the blind fighting proficiency? Are you familiar, James? I am sort of familiar with the blind fighting proficiency because we did we did like that. Oh, did you? Well, because if you're, you're blinded, if you had the skill for fighters primarily, they could fight when they were blind. They reduced the penalty, if I remember correctly. Can you use it when fighting invisible creatures? See, that's what I would do. I would just say it's like uh, you're attacking invisible. I'd be like, okay, your mind is four. You I would say be. yes. I'm going to say yes. Is it like a strong yes? Or? Yes, it's a strong yes. Like yes, indeed? Here, on page 27, blind fighting. The character with his proficiency has trained himself to respond to sound, smell, and touch stimuli, and thus is less hampered by completely dark situations. Blind fighting proficiency is available to all characters, but it's most useful for those not possessing infravision. The possessor proficiency can be used whenever a character cannot see, whether the reason is darkness, blindfold, or some other. You get minus two versus minus four. So I will say yes, diff. Final answer. Like yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The answer is yes, indeed. There you go. See, because that's why we took it. The blind fighting proficiency bonuses only minus two attack damage and saving rolls, no AC penalty, and retention of special abilities apply in any situation which a character cannot see his opponent. This includes darkness, blindness, and all magical effects that render the opponent unable to be seen. Yeah, it's you're basically like the blind monk who can fight, but it's again, it's. it's I like this one because, again, we, we would let the guys, you know, the players do this, is because it's not a complete removal. It's minus two versus minus four. And I, I used to, I even said it was available all classes. We typically only allowed fighters to do it because they're the ones who fight. Give the fighters something that's useful. All right. So that was not as painful. But you said it was the best uh, sagacious yeah. advice you ever heard. So. Well, I'm glad you got the questions. Well, that's why it worked out. You'd actually heard of the book. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. That's right. Because this is how it would have been if the other came. So it would have been like, uh, so what is, how, what is the chance for a cave-in uh, above, above area cave-in on a support column? Yeah. Or I would have been like, whoa, Underdark, that's interesting. Yeah. What's this? You would have spent hours working on it. The Dark Sea sounds Talks cool. about v- ventilation, noxious gashes. I always complain about it, and then I'm like, wait, actually, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Lava, water temperature. See, they got to show you how to make mine things. That's actually kind of useful. So if like, I had lava, you know, you know, it is true. When you are like writing an adventure and you got something like lava, you're like, well, what's the word on lava? That's, this is why, okay. that's why OD&D begat first, D&D begat second and third and the, the future editions because people are like, I don't want to have to figure this. What, what does lava work? Because we go back to, we started... We want the books were canon, and we wanted something in the books. We didn't. We didn't feel comfortable making st- lo- rules up. We made up adventures, but rules we did had more of an issue. Well, you know why we'd make them up. The DM would make them up, and the players would be like, "I disagree. I think right. you suck." Right. Exactly. So, whereas in OD and D, when we've interviewed all those people, that was the way it was. The DM would always come up with stuff. They would just figure it out, and and. Our version became even more and more, where apparently third edition literally had rules for everything. Well, you know, the more rules, so, and that's why in, in the old days, Gary said what the DM says is final. It's all that business, right? Don't argue the DM, what the DM says is final. Well, the more rules you have, that sort of undercuts that, doesn't right. it? Right. Because then it's like, well, wait it's a interpretation second. interpretation of the rule. Because, yeah, because you, you're missing a rule, and everyone cracks out there, breaks out their books. Okay. Right. Exactly. Am I sounding, all right, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. All okay. right, so we've done that. We're ready for. Artifact Roadshow. What's this one about, Dan? This is a segment of the show. Back. It's been, it's it's, back. It's, it's been renewed for a new, the new season. It's new season. The 2022-23. Year of the Hawk. Year of the Hawk season. 
This is the segment of the show, which is a completely novel idea. Yes. Where never done before. Never heard of anything. It's not based on anything. Where I will bring, I will play somebody bringing a item that I think might be magical to James, who is going to provide a guess right. as to what this item is and give an estimated value Excellent. of the item. Now, for the sp sake of brevity, is that the, the proper reason? You have went through and predetermined, without my knowledge, the, the item that, you, that you've got. Is that correct? I suggest, listen, we, we like to learn. Yes. We take constructive criticism. Of course. And it was suggested that uh, we roll it in advance. So Dan, who doesn't know really much of anything, not spend his time reading while everyone else is City. taking a restroom break. That's right. We, might, we may have to go into intermission if, for some of these things. Correct. But, so instead, you did it beforehand, and now you are more prepared than you would have been, if you remembered what you rolled. Correct. I'm just more prepared. Okay. Do you need a prop? Uh, no, there really is no. Unfortunately, well, you know what? I'll use something, but it's not really going to be relevant. It's, not, it's, it's, it's actually going to, it's going to distract me. It's going to make it harder for me to figure out what it is. Exactly. It probably will make it worse because you'll be looking at that and saying, right, so, okay. So, um, yes. Hello. Well, hello. Welcome to Artifact Roadshow. How can we help you? Hello. Uh, my name's Molly. Hi, Molly. Hi, <laughs> Molly. And, uh, or is it not Penny Penderwater, whatever her name was from the... It's Molly. Oh, excuse Why me. Why is that funny? Why is that... I'm sorry. I thought you looked like a penny. Rude. Yes. Okay, so, uh, yes, I have a little figurine here. Ah. You see? It's about an inch it's high. It's disturbing. It's a... Uh, no, two... no, it looks like an owl. Oh, it looks like an owl. <laughs> not an ogre. Okay. <laughs> or a two-headed troll. Two-headed troll. He's drinking beer. Yeah. I, like I love it. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, um, so everyone knows I like to collect uh, figurines. I have a whole collection. Really? A menagerie? I do. I usually write. I, I Who's mean, everyone? I, I, all my friends give me figurines. They gift them to me. Really? I, sometimes I buy them at uh, the Hallmark store. Oh, okay. Like well. the, the figurine of the month? You're right. And I, you know, put that, was a great, that was a great promotion. They were limited edition. Did you get them all? I have every one, two, two of each. And uh, so this one was given to me. Um, this by, one's an owl. By a friend. It's by an owl. And uh, it looks to me like it might be more valuable. It, it looks better. I, I, they said that they had bought this um, at an estate sale. Oh, estate sale. Of a halfling. Okay. Who was kind of, who had been, they found him dead with dung. I've, I've, I've heard there's been a recent spate of um, murdered halflings full of, smeared with excrement. Well, this, this must have come from one of those killings. Apparently, there's a serial halfling killer on their wire. Okay, thank you. Is there any dung left on there? It's a slight, this is a slight nutty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a cat who sprays a lot. Oh, okay. I was wondering where I was from. <laughs> oh, my apologies. Is that, that, yes, that is cat. <laughs> cat urine? I'm sorry. I was thinking it was harpy with... I uh, should have warned you. Yeah, but... When I saw your tongue coming out, I should have stopped you. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, yes. That's unfortunate. Yes, that is for you. So, uh, yeah, so I was, so this one looks 
it looks better. It looks better than the other one. It looks more valuable to me. Oh, okay. So, and they said they bought this at an estate sale of a dead halfling mm-hmm. that had been found in his, uh, in his pocket. And uh, that's all I know about it. Okay. Well, um, I think your friends are right. They're very, it's, you have some really good friends that they're scouring the, the recently felled uh, members, residents of your town or city. Where, what city are you in? Uh, Pennywise. Pennywise. I thought it was Troutdale. Troutdale. You, you look like a Troutdale. I had to get out of there. That place is crazy. I heard a lot of bloodletting. I heard there's a new king. That's right. King, when I heard King Bloodletter, was, I'm like, I'm moving. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to Canada. That's right up the road. So, um, yes, this, unlike the Hallmark ones that you receive, has, is, is, dare I say, wondrous. It's a wondrous thing in that um, if you have, uh, I believe if you have a command word, um, and I don't see anyone sketched on here except made in China. I don't know if that's it. Uh, I don't know where China is, but apparently uh, these are wondrous figurines. And if you have the command word, they will spring to life in the resemblance what? of the figure and it will do your bidding, if I remember correctly. Oh, my. So I assume if we had the command word, uh, is, you, you could make an owl. Well, oh, my. Is yeah. there any, how would, I find, how would I get a command word if it didn't come with it? Can I write to the manufacturer? Um, you know, it's, uh, and I forgot the manufacturer's name. I'm not a very good, uh, uh, I've just started this week. Mm-hmm. And I was into s- potions and swords. That seems to be the most common thing I dealt with. So this, this type of item I'm not as familiar with. Um, there's a guy named Saul who, oh, Saul. who, who well, is, I don't know if he's somebody who might be able to help me out with figuring out the commandments. Uh, it's, you know, unfortunately, because you've possessed this now for a while, clearly because of the cat urine, um, uh, it's it's you'll you'll probably need to. Do you know how long the the this, the previous owner has been dead? Oh, the uh, the, the, the halfling. halfling. I know. I don't remember how long. Oh. So you, you, I would suggest instead of going to Saul, I would go to Brother Bob's uh, uh, communicative uh, speak with dead emporium, and depending on how long they've been dead, you could ask the previous owner what the command word is oh he's um so the halfling is buried in the cemetery up the way so how how exactly well you bring brother brother bob brother bob would go you'd probably have to pay the family to dig them up and you speak to the speak speak to the dead halfling would would you think brother bob would that would he do that like would i just because i i would be a little uncomfortable doing that would he go to the halfling family and he would, he I'm would sure it's part them. of the services. I'm yeah. sure there's like a platinum plan, right? Where they go seek. It's kind of like um, you know when you have items that are lost, he can go out and, and work with the with the deceased and say, as an added bonus, they'll they'll come speak to them, right? And maybe I, ask like some extra questions right. for them. For them, exactly. Like <laughs> right. you would pay for it, but they would get the extra questions, right? Like where's the key to the back house, right? Because you didn't come home, yeah. And why didn't you? Uh, why'd you cut me out of the will? You cheap bastard. Right. I got you. Okay. I like this idea. Because so I assume they have a, a goldenrod golden will done, but right. we don't know that. Right. This okay. is a lot of information. So, 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 based upon, so obviously, unfortunately, without the command word, that's obviously, I assume, reduces value. How yeah. much? How well, you much, have to add the cost to speak with dead, and that goes up excrementally. Ex, excrement? Ex, excrementally. <laughs> excrementally. Exponentially. Exponentially. <laughs> 
Uh, that's that's amazing. And, that's well, a whole lot I need of more. I need more dung. <laughs> Lots of dung. And, excremental and, amount. And excremental, just straight up or straight down. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you'd have to factor in the cost of the Speak With Dead. Or Commune, um, Contact Other Plane, Legend Lore. Those are the type of things. Very expensive to so, do that. So research. how much? So or, so or you could potentially parse, go back, break into the halfling's house and look for any journals, and perhaps there's a the word is somewhere written in there. Okay, so maybe hire the Thieves Guild. Right. Or a grave digger. Yes. Thieves Guild or grave digger. Yep. Thank yep. you. That's right. That's very useful information. Thank, Thank you. you very much. So how much, uh, how much uh, do you think this would go for at auction? Well, I'm going to say with, if it had a command word, yeah. um, I would think it's worth about mm, 3,000 gold pieces. Oh, wow. And without the command word? Um, 1,000 gold pieces. That's still not bad. No, it's not bad, I would say. So... It's a marvelous figurine, whoever is the owner is, and I forgot the guy's name. So that's my guess. James, you are absolutely correct, sir. This is it Nistel's marvelous figures? What is it? It is a, fig, it is a figurine of, of wondrous, wondrous power. power. Okay. You are absolutely correct. There's not a name of it then. It is not. It is the serpentine. Serpentine? Serpentine. Why? I don't know. Why is that a serpentine? Serpentine owl. Uh-huh. So a serpentine owl becomes a normal-sized horned owl. AC7, 24-inch move, 2 to 4 hit points, uh, 1 to 2, 1 to 2 damage, if its possessor so commands, or it can become a giant owl if its owner so requires, which is pretty awesome. The latter usage, however, is limited to three times. Thereafter, the statuate loses all of its magical properties. Oh, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. I hope you, that they tell you that instructions. Yeah, well, that's, you'd have to do legend law for that. So. The normal-sized form of the magical statuate moves with 95% silence, has infravision of 90 feet, can see in normal, above-ground darkness as if it were full light, and twice as well as a human at that. Its hearing is so keen as to able to detect a mouse moving at 60-foot distance. Thus, silent movement chances are reduced 50% with respect to the serpentine owl in smaller form. Mm. Furthermore, it can and will communicate with its owner by telepathic means, informing of all it sees and hears according to its low Two to four. See, according to its low. Wow. See, they say this is interesting because we have to speak with the animal business right. they're, they're and burning mammals. Yeah, they're not they're not Mensa candidates when you talk to the animals. Right, right. They're, You're they, getting very basic information. Right. Mouse. Mouse. Right. Danger. Hot, right. I don't cold. think. Uh, yeah. Um, if commanded to giant size, a serpent owl is in all respects the same as a giant owl. See, a giant owl. As with most other figurines of wondrous power, this one readily obeys all commands of its owner. This is like way better than a fine familiar because it doesn't kill, take the hit points away from the magic user. True. Uh, well, you can communicate with it, though. You've, you've read that. You believe. I can't remember what we talked I know we talked about this. Whether you can communicate with your fine familiar. You can. You can communicate if it's in range. That's the Okay. Thing. This is pretty cool. Yes. So does this mean when it says, so the gold piece value is based upon the hit die of the figurine? Oh, okay. Does that mean it's the hit die of a... Giant owl? That is a great question. I've got to look it up. Because it doesn't I, say I, that. I, I have no idea. Versus a normal owl, which would be almost nothing. Right. Well, let's. where are you looking at? Oh, I'm on page 144 and 145 of the DMG. Yeah, so at the beginning part, page 144, when a figurine is tossed down and a command word is spoken, it becomes a living creature. So that's where I, I was right about that. You're correct. 
And you're correct that we needed a command word. Um, and, and if it's slain in, so if it's destroyed in statuette form, it's forever ruined. But if it's slain in Amalek form, it just reverts to statue of confirmation and can be used again. Which is nice, which is better than fine familiar. So then, we, again, we're looking at, to your point, the owl. Um, so we go, now we go, what, what page Giant are you on? Owl. No, I'm sorry, what page is oh, the... Oh, 144, 145 that's is the figurine. What, right, but the cost is on, oh, the, is on the table. Where's yes, the table? that is on page 123. 123, got it. Okay, so, and it says on asterisk... Per hit dice of the figurine, I'm going to say in its large form, because they would be, the other one has no hit points. So it's their supersized one. So what is a giant owl? Four. Four. So you were very close. I was at, that would have been 4,000. So this is, I said 3,000. And is there, so you did very good. Thank you. And command words. I mean, Sarah, I wonder if there's an entry for command word. And I know we've talked about this. Command word. Yeah, yes. 118, 119. I know that's going to be for wands. But it's, it's for anything that needs a command word, I believe it covers. Yeah. And I, okay, so command words. It says 118. It's really 119. Oh, it's actually 119, yeah. Yes. In order to use a rod, staff, or wand, it is usually necessary to know the proper command word. There are several possible ways to acquire this knowledge. I, I really liked your idea about uh, talking to to the dead owner. That's right. That's why it's... That'd amazing. be great. You know, that's an adventure. Yeah. Don't you think? Find a command word. Yeah, you know, well, you've got this like amazing item, but you have the command word. Yeah, and, and so let's go back to speak with dead because I believe you are correct that you need to be near the body or touching the body. You need to have a part of the body. Or the part of the and body. You need a part. Yeah, it's part. not just... You can't just speak in the air. You have, you have to speak with dead. Yeah, and in order to cast a spell upon the body remains or portion thereof. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, I'll, yeah, I'm just got to figure And so up to 7th level is one week. 7th or 8th level is one month. Ninth or 12th is one year. Oh, so let's say ninth to 12th level. Cleric. In wow. order to one year. So that's why one week is up to 7th level. Where are the spell costs? There's some clerical spell costs. There's not all of them, right? Yeah, but there's some that's in, in the DMG. The GM, that's in the GMG, yep. Okay, I'm going to keep reading this while you look back, because I'd like to know how much it's going to cost. Sure. There are several ways to acquire this knowledge. If the item is, was in the possession of the opponent, it may be possible to learn the appropriate word or phrase directly, either by noting what he or she says when using the item, or by causing the possessor to divulge the information through force or trickery. You, of course, have suggested through Speak With Dead. It is common for spell users to keep such information recorded among their hidden scrolls and spell books. So you can, like, ransack his house. Right. Like, you talk about the thief going right. in there. Go in there, trapper keeper, look for a book, something in there that has it, right? Right. In case her memories should somehow become impaired or simply prove insufficient. Right. Yeah, you know, it's a bummer as you go to all that trouble, you spend all that money, and the halfling's like, wait, that figurine was wondrous? That's I got it for this dude. That's right. I don't know. Exactly. You go dig up another dude. Really? <laughs> dig up another dude. <laughs> and none of these, if none of these sources should fit the situation, and the item was not found with an accompanying scroll explaining its use in history, it may be necessary to resort to informational spells such as contact other plane. Oh, contact other plane you can talk to. So is that like a speak with dead? No, you're talking to creatures in the other plane that may have this knowledge. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Legend lore. Legend lore, fifth level, magic user. Or speak with dead. I guess legend lore is better because you can just do it right on the item. Yes. Oh, 
That's fifth level magic user. So legend lore. Oh, so that's the way you do it. So identify doesn't do it. No. Got it. It's useful to know before I already saw it. It's a fifth level cleric spells? Uh, no. Fifth level magic user's legend lore. Oh, it seemed very clear. Contact too. other plane. Uh, fifth level. Sixth level. Seventh level. I don't remember. Someone, someone's screaming there. Uh, that's contact other plane six level. Why don't? Oh, this is terrible. Yeah, the show is just just dragging round two. Dra I know Legend Law is fifth level. Do you have crickets? Uh, yes, we do. Let's see crickets. Uh, yeah, this is Legend Law is six level. The six level side. That's okay. I thought it was clear. Oh. You're ahead of me. Uh, Legend Lore is on page 84. Uh, the player's handbook in 85. Oh, well, commune is the other ways you can communicate with your deity. This fifth level. Contact other plane. I don't oh, know. So you're casting your deity what it is? I mean, he'd probably know. Yeah. He can get that information. Well, he, got, he can get that information. Right. It's somewhere, right? Like some minion. Legend Lore spell is used to determine information available regarding a known person, place, or thing. If the person thing is at hand. What page is this? I'm on page 85 of, of the, the player's handbook. Gotcha. Or if the magic user in the place in question, the likelihood of the spell producing results is far greater. Okay, so we got the item. If detailed information on the person, place, or thing is known. Okay, well, I got a lot of it. During the information, I got the item. During the casting, the magic user cannot engage in other activities other than routine eating, sleeping, etc. When completed, the divination will reveal if legendary material is available. It will often reveal where this material is by place, name, oh, great, by name, rhyme, or riddle. It will sometimes give certain information regarding the person, place, or thing when the object of the legend lore is at hand. But this data will always be, always be in some cryptic form, right. rhyme, riddle, anagram. This is like Wordle, yeah. cipher, sign, etc. The spell is cast with incense and stripes of ivory formed in a rectangle. But some item must be separated in addition: a potion, magic soul, magic item, creature, etc. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Only if the person, place, or thing is noteworthy or. Legendary. Well, we know it'll. This sign is magical. It's yes. got to work. The, it says you can use it. It can, yeah. So, wait, it's not just going to tell me the command word. It's going to give me a riddle of the command word? Exactly. This is Gary, the same troll job. It's never easy. So, okay, wait a second. I got the tournament adventure for next year. It's all coming together. Guys. Okay. They're after, they're no! after the item. God! Right. I don't know what you just played there. But oh, I don't God, like it. no. They're after the item. Mm hmm. But the item, they, they need the command word. And so they do a legend, they give the legend lore. And it's a riddle and a clue. It's a riddle. Yeah. And then they got to sit there and they're writing to do the riddle, like Wordle. Is, is that new edition? Is that a new edition D&D? Should we, we should probably by Lou. Probably yeah, send that's it to Lou. in the trash can. That's dung. That's smoldering dung. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's, what is it? What is our new word? Extra? Extra. 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 No, ex, uh, it's not. Well, I was trying to say um, exponential, excremental. That's excremental. Ex excremental. That's Ex adventures, excremental. 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 Excremental plane of evil. All right. Yeah, that's right. The, the, uh, the princes of excremental evil. All right, fine. I don't, you have prices? What are the prices on the Yeah, so Speak With Dead is oh, on page 104. Because they didn't have magic user ones. They only had cleric ones. Okay. A speak with dead is 100 gold pieces per level of spellcaster. Now, of course, that's assuming oh. you're going to, the, to a deity that's inclined to, you're aligned with, you're a, potentially a parishioner. If you're just going to Bob the cleric, it's probably going to cost more than that. 
Oh, right. So I better hope. Yeah. The, the odds that my, wait, so what level cleric do I need? If you even did a year. That's really high. I Fifth mean, level for one week. In Pennywise, like the highest level cleric is probably like second level. Right. He's like a big deal. Well, then, yeah, it's not going to work. So I got to go to the big city. You have to go to the big city. I you have to look for a fifth level cleric. You have to find the, the cleric with the title with no name. The no title. The no title cleric. Right. Because, right. It was, right? Cleric with no name. Because the prefect, or it's supposed to be prefect or perfect, but they put perfect and then they got rid of the title. It's blank. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. It's, see, it's blank. Oh. It's supposed to be prefect. I think they wrote perfect and they just. And they're like, you need to change that. And they removed it and they yeah. forgot to pat it back in. Right. There's no prefect. So you got to go to the cleric with no title. The cleric with no title, at minimum. Okay, okay a lot. Five hundred gold pieces at least, and um, it has to be dead for less than a week. And the person that you're speaking to wants to speak to you. And you got to get the approval to exhume the body. The body right. That's got to cost some cash. You got to find the. Bo- you got to find the body. This sounds like a great D and D adventure. Who wouldn't want oh, to yeah. do this? You first you go to like you, like you go to the estate sale. Like who sold the, like the estate sale. Like, you, you parlay with, like, the lawyer. That sounds like a lot of First fun. First of all, you, and I'm surprised you're not even going this. You're assuming there's a will. You're assuming there's a trustee or an executor. This could be all in probate. You may have to go in front of a judge to get a motion saying you have standing. Yeah, no, and that's denied. Right. And then you got to break in. Right. Into, like, the, the, the court files. Yeah, you can't just, I mean, I assume there's an executor that the court-appointed executor, if there's no... Uh, right. If they're, you know, this halfling may have been a bachelor, died, has no, uh, they're, now they're executing the, going through probate. They've court appointed a representative. You have to go to them. Right. Why are they going to do this for you? And then the judge may intervene and say, no, it's denied this. Why are you exhuming them? What, co- what, what vested interest do you have? Because you, you bought it. He didn't buy it from the deceased, deceased. You bought it after from his estate, as is, I assume. Yeah, so, the, yeah. And nothing, mean, nothing, makes, nothing sounds like a great opening for an adventure than, like, pleading a case to a judge. Right, and mo- they'd have to, the, the party would have to f- complete a motion. Uh, we need to see some sort of writ. <laughs> you got to ask for the right writ. Citing case law. <laughs> right, right. So Galahad versus whatever. <laughs> Galahad. Versus, uh, what was the, Morgan Le Fay. Right, and, uh, I believe, from the Court of Exchequer in uh, 1127, I believe. <laughs> Your Honor, you'll see. Yeah, right. Et al. All those people, yeah. Well, there's probably an NPC. Is there an NPC class for a lawyer? They would never do that. The barrister. The barrister, right? I'm sure there's a barrister. So you got high, right? They hired a detective. <laughs> James, you're gonna love running this adventure next year, aren't you? I can't wait. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. There'll be motions and mm-hmm. at, at getting a court date. That's most of the adventure. Oh yeah, come back in an hour. Come, hour? Well, me, no, me, no. I mean, real time. Oh, At the convention. <laughs> the uh, j- judge wants to think about the ruling. He'll, he's uh-huh. he's going to have to come back. And, and then there's an appeal. There's court, clearly is an appeal. Friends of the court will put amicus briefings on behalf of the the, mm-hmm. the, the displaced halfling. Because there's probably a scam to steal halfling. Because I'm sure plenty of halflings have been murdered by harpies. So. Is, there any, is there any item mm-hmm. that the command word would be worth all that trouble? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Uh, Are, do artifacts have command words? Some of them do. Are you serious? So you could have an artifact, but not the command word. Correct. So you got to, you're in search of, well, what does the planes do? That business? I'm actually asking Oh, so contact other plane is a fifth level magic user spell. It took me a second to find it. You know, the more we talk about this nonsense, are more and more people are coming on. This is, this is. Words out. <laughs> Ron talks awesome this morning. <laughs> it's just. Wow. I just can't believe people James care about this. are on fire. They're Literally, on fire. wait. Literally. How's our. Oh, oh. 
The flame's going down. That's good. That's good. It looks, oh, and the flame goes out. We, we end the show. We end the show. It's pretty much over. So they can tell how long the show, how much is left. Yeah. Yeah, because what's this plane's business? Contact other planes. Where page 80 of the player's handbook. Thank you, sir. Oh, it's so long. It's long. When this spell is cast, the magic user sends his or her mind. Oh, so I need a magic user. All right. Yes. So both of them are magic users. Fifth level. That's high. What level you got to be for that? You also could use a sage, by the way. I forgot we, we, forgot we mentioned the sage. Oh, he didn't mention that in there, though, did he? I don't know, but in you could book. use a sage. Once That's you get the hard, river. though. Yeah, but you'd have to find a sage that was specific to magic items and this and that. Yeah, and, it'd be they, and it could take a long time. Because sages don't know command words. I no. mean, they know, like, the, the, the capital of... Well, they would know the maybe the place it was built or constructed, and then you'd have to go there, and maybe there was, like, a master key of... Oh, you know. so first thing is, like, where might this happen be from? Right. That's, so the first place is the sage... Right. Then you get to the family, this the will. They don't know it's whatever, right? Ransack the house. Then it's to the, the courthouse. Mm -hmm. There's a whole thing. Get the files. Right. Then you right. Then you get the files. You find out where he's buried or something mm -hmm. like that. Then you dig, or then you dig the body up. Well, I assume you have to make a motion to the court saying that even though it was sold at uh, as is the property, that you were deceived that you thought that oh. it was easy to find you were you were deceived by the state that it was easy so you're making a motion that they have to help you fully realize this value oh i see there's a lawsuit against the seller right yes against the estate right. multiple lawsuits of course i got you maybe a class action but having people right. who bought things without well i assume order. there's an auctioneer as well so you'd be suing the auctioneer and the estate sue so. everyone for everything i uh, the, the the cab that took me there right. sue them right i might sleep in the courthouse <laughs> It's just a whole law. It's just a law adventure. That sounds great. It sounds, it sounds right up someone's alley. Everyone's, I'm just saying. Everyone's lawful neutral. <laughs> Everyone you counter anyway. Okay. When this fails, I'm sending my mind to another plane to existence. receive advice or information from powers there. As these powers are located at random. Really? Random? So I get the, I get the cryptic. Mm -hmm. When I do the... When I do the What's the one I get the cryptic business? Legend Lord. Legend Lord, I get cryptic. Right. Speak with that. I just hope they, he knows it and remembers right. it. Okay. And wants to tell you. And wants to tell you. And I got to dig the body up. As these powers are located at random and, uh, and resent such contact. Uh, wait, what? Oh, and resent. I'm sorry. I'm like, resent? <laughs> oh, and re So they're hostile. Yes. Resent such contact. Well, it's like spam. You're getting spammed. Basically, right? You're like on this other plane. Right. And you're getting a bunch of spam. Correct. Okay. Only brief answers will be given. Yes, maybe, never. Well, well, that, well that's not going to help. The character can contact an elemental plane or some plane further removed. For every two levels of experience of the magic user, one question may be asked. Contact with the minds far removed from the plane of the magic user increase the probability of the spellcaster going insane or dying. So it's going to cost some money if you want to go this way. But the chance of the power knowing the answer, as well as the probability of B telling the answer, are likewise increased by moving to distant planes. So, but I'm getting in any brief, only brief, it's yes or no. It, it's not. Well, it's, it's simple words. I mean, you could, you could argue it will tell you the word. Oh, that's true. You're dealing with answer all. No, well, wait. Oh, it's said. Oh, wow. But it says yes. It sounds like it's a magic eight ball. Yes, right. no, or the angry monkey. You could be a jerk and, and just do it that way. Absolutely. Yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant, etc. What's the odds that I wait? So okay, so I'm doing a random plane. Okay, mm -hmm. how do I know what plane it is? How do I do that? Because well, these powers are located random. So you have to determine how if you're on the prime material, 
the elemental is the closest, and then you, you move farther and farther away. Oh, so I can ask. So I can ask him to contact a particular plane. Wait, as the- yes, you, it depends on. So again, you'd have to figure out the magic user, or someone would have to tell you this type of item or thing was, you know, again built by the magic user, blah blah blah, who is now living on the plane of Nirvana. Oh, so I can go to a plane, but the, whatever I get there is at random on that plane. Is that what that means? That's right. So okay, so I got to figure out. Who the hell would know a command word on another plane other than the dude? Well, maybe the dude you're talking to. And now there's a minion who's torturing or, or talking to the dude. Other, other than the guy. Well, other than the guy or the person who made it or the people who made it. Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm selling this thing for a thousand. Right. Let someone else. This is, what, this is like going to the bin of wands that are there. No command word. Yeah, the no command word things. So back, so back to identity. So identify, because the scourge wouldn't identify work. Well, as you know, identify is the suckiest spell ever made. Yeah. And it doesn't mention that. What it says, if you're successful, all readable impressions, um, it will provide some property of the touch. Now, the question is, what is the property that it does? Does it have command word? It doesn't mention a command word. It just says, you must, first of all, you must wear it. And it'll all fall upon the magic. It user. says some property. Property well, the object touched can become known. Well, that's not a, pro- a command word is not a property. Correct. And what we mentioned during our stick was that it has to be within one hour of when the item was touched. The person who had it, the, we uh, assume that the halfling had it and had the command word. You have to, as soon as you get it from them, you have to cast identify. That's why you, that's why Saul is sitting there in the, in the stall waiting for people to run up. All these adventurers are running up to them and going, here's the thing, because it has to be done within one hour per level of the spellcaster, if I remember correctly. So there's a line outside Saul's door, and people right. are, like, really nervous. Right. They're like, this line isn't moving. We're never, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get there in time. The item to be identified must be examined by the magic within one hour of level per experience of the examiner after it has been discovered, or all readable impressions will have blended into... Those of the character who possessed it since. Well, but wait a second. So if the halfling didn't know it, it's not going to help with that. Wait, but can't I? Oh, but wait, what if I give it to the new guy, the magic user? Doesn't he, isn't he a new guy now? Can't he cast it? But you, you have, you, the halfling died. Yeah. It has all his stuff on it. Now you grab it. Yeah. You have to get it, by the time you have to grab it, you have to get it one hour per level to the, to the magic user, or else anything that was on it now moves to you. Oh. You can't just pass it around for every 10 well, minutes to keep it going. And it seems to me it doesn't matter anyway. It's not a property. Right. Me, I would say a commander is not a, pro- not a yes, property. Yes, I agree with that. Right? That's an attribute. So, all right. So, yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. So, yeah, you better get the command word. Yeah, all right. Okay, so the, mar- the market for this stuff is really reduced by the lack of command words. Okay. Yeah, so the, you know, but again, like, uh, hey, Jonathan, how are you? They um, contact other plane has the thing of they have knowledge that we mortals don't have. So you it would have a chance to get. It. And, okay, but all right. So, all right. But they could also lie to you. But you got to figure out what plane you're going to. Right. And, and in, there's, there's so many things that really would not, again. This is where the DM has to figure this out. Yeah, me. unless I get a deity. Right. I mean. Well, so, they're saying this is, these are extra, you know, planar beings. 
that are super powerful or a deity potentially. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not. That's what it meant. It's random. These are these powers are located at random and 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 they resent because they're super powerful. That's why. Okay, right. So I'm not getting the what is it? You're not getting Bob the magic user or Joe the imp who doesn't know anything. Yeah, an imp exactly. Right. You're getting some powerful creature who's be, you, who you're who you're bothering with your stupid questions. Oh yeah. So you really yeah. Oh God! And if you're not like, yeah, if it's not your deity, yeah, forget about it. Why is he helping you? That's why you have a fifty percent chance of going insane potentially. Yeah, so you really need to try to get your deity. Yes. And he's like, really? You and again, in? if you want to be a jerk, you say your DM will answer all questions with a yes, no, maybe. You know, may not give the command word. So that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a hassle. That's useless. I'm sold. Oh, Vic doesn't know I have a dog. Yes, I have a dog now. He was in. He 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 took over for Dan the last time he wasn't here when he t- took some time. So that's okay. That's the point. The point is, how much pain do you want your players to go through to use their magic items? Yeah, is that part of the game that you want? No. It's, well, that's why they got rid of it. Unless it was an adventure. The answer is no. Look. Right. Well, it's not bad. Or something where they could have rummaged through the room and found it and failed to do so. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. You get back to town. You meet next week for the adventure. And it's like, all right, I want to use that wand. Okay. What do you do? Well, I point it. That's it? Oh, wait. I say the command word. What's the command word? I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. If it was there and you didn't do it. Yeah. I don't like you find a wand. And there's no command word, and you can't find it, and there's no guy to torture. Yeah. Figure out what it is. You don't have a heartbeat. You're, there's no excrement to, to sift through to find the scroll with the command right. words on. Right, right, exactly. But again, ultimately it comes down to, like a lot of this, how much time do you want to burn on this stuff? Because this is, it could either be a fun adventure for some, or it's just, you, you can't use it till a month because you have to do research, and you have to spend money. It's a way to burn money and force the players to do a bunch of crap that they don't have to. So, for instance, if you found the, the scroll that has the command word, but it's in 500 scrolls that the magic user has, well, you have to look through all 500 to yeah. find it. So, well, that's just a function of time. So you're basically telling the player, right. your guy's going to spend the next you know, month looking through 500 scrolls. 99% of them are useless, but you find the one that has the command words on it. I kind of like the you use legend lore at the end of the adventure, and it's a riddle or something like that. You know, that's kind of fun. That would be fun. I wouldn't mind that. But, you know, if it was a particularly powerful item, that'd be kind of fun. So Yeah. Well, I think for, for powerful ones, you definitely want to make it more harder. But, yes. again, typically, that's why they suggest, I think Gary suggests, that the, the monsters or the NPCs, the people you fight, will always use the weapons they have. So then it goes back to the magic user has the wand of fear, and he says, spooky booky. They know the command word, but they better remember it. That's fun, too. Right. So you could, I can see that in adventure. Yeah, exactly. As long as it is readily accessible. Right. But if they forgot that you said spooky booky, that's on them. So sad, too bad. Well, then that, that's fine. Right. Oh, that's okay. I yeah. think players <laughs> are okay. That's very one-y. Yeah. I told you, and you forgot? Well, sucks to be you. Yeah. And you got hit with a fear wand, which is also fun. This has been a Bushy Puppy production. All rights reserved.